Sort of Ridiculous is sponsored in part by Drunken Cobra. Drunken Cobra is a diverse, inclusive neighborhood pub in East Tosa. It offers year-round weekly events like karaoke, music performances, and open mic comedy. Drunken Cobra is located at 6818 West North Avenue. Drunken Cobra, obey the snake. <laughs> hey folks, what's going on? Here's another episode of Sorta Ridiculous. <laughs> Smash the button. Smash the button. Two times now, y'all. Cha-cha, real smooth. Turn it out. All right, folks. Well, my name is Darren, as you guys know. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Billy Ray. Hey, happy Billy. Let's start that again. Introduce me again. I, I, I screwed hey, that here one Here we up. go. And one of my co-hosts, Billy Ray. Happy Thursday, River West. All right. And also, Misha. Hi, everybody. All right, folks. So this week, we have, uh, we have a cool guest with us today. We have mid the Midwest own the Manitowoc Minute Man himself, Charlie Barron. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really like that. My brother's supposed to be here too, but you know, <laughs> no. the thing about us Barons is is we are always late. And there goes the spot. That was the spot he. That was the spot. Had he only one minute late, he would have had prime parking. Now he's gonna. Now he's gonna illegally park right in front of that driveway over there. Right. Oh, that's perfectly. That's fun. his move. So tonight's theme is: Will John make it in time for the rest of the show? <laughs> we'll, yeah. Will we we'll, we'll be smashing the button on the goodbyes and then He'll, be rolling? Hey, up. folks, how are we? <laughs> right. How are we doing? So here's the thing: like we have a whole episode of shenanigans. If you guys haven't watched, haven't listened, or watched that episode yet, yeah, it, it's. It's a good one. So there was tomfoolery as well as shenanigans. A, a whole was, lot uh, of it. <laughs> it was like a bit without a bit within a bit. It was very meta. <laughs> so Charlie, with yes. you being a new guest, we have yeah. three questions for you. Yes. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. All ready right. When you are. Question one. Okay. What is something sort of ridiculous about you? Sort of ridiculous about me. I'll I'll start with today. Okay. Today at two different times. Uh, of the day, I thought it was both uh, Wednesday and Friday. Wait, at the same time? No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought earlier today that it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I missed, I missed a, uh, an interview because of it, and then uh, which makes sense why my brother's late. We're com- we're cut from the same uh, compromised gene pool, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just on the phone with someone. I said, "Well, you know, it's going pretty good for a Friday," and she's like, "Well, that's it's a Thursday, so you should think about that." And I was like, <laughs> "So you know, it's I don't know what to say about that other than that sort of." Ridiculous. So, yeah. That's fair. That's you certainly fair. split the difference and you right. get yourself I know. Get yourself where you need to be. Right. I mean, I, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I kind of, now I just got to, exactly, now that's it. Anything I'm thinking, just think the, a little bit to the middle, you so, know? Yeah. With that or either, Baron's time is accelerated. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he started Wednesday, then Friday, by the afternoon. Here he is. Hey, here's your brother. He's not, even, hey. he's not even running. <laughs> he doesn't even run oh, up oh, on hey, the door. Hey, squeeze the, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, just squeeze, squeeze the thing. Yeah. There you go. Hey, hey. hey. Right. John hey. Barron. Also in the studio John with us Barons. today. <laughs> yes. Once again, we How have one John Barron. Howdy, fellas. How are we doing today? Put those headphones oh, on. John, uh, how are you late for um, an interview? That like he this, set up. That you set up. <laughs> How are you late for it? Here's the best part. John called me uh, uh, probably 12 minutes ago making sure I was going to be here on time. Did you know at that point that you were not going to be here on time? I did not. Okay. Summerfest? Milwaukee is 
fun like that. Yeah, Uh it's interesting. So just to uh, recap, you guys, we have a sixth of the Baron siblings in here today. That's true. 12. All right. But we were on question uh, two here. Yes. Okay. So what is something sort of ridiculous to you? Sort of ridiculous to me. Well, I was listening on the radio um, about um, uh, like half of these scientists or whatever think that AI could destroy all of humanity. So I feel like that's sort of ridiculous. It's kind of like a race. What's going to kill us first, climate change or uh, <laughs> or the robots? What, what are the other half re- re- think about? Are they the, recommending sugarless gum or is yeah. that just? Uh, so, you know, I, I actually have a thought on AI. Yeah, Look, I keep telling thought? anyone. I actually have a bit about this. Well, to combat AI, like reaching full sentience, we have to be toxic towards AI. Long story short, it's hard for them to reach sentience when they're catering to their flesh bag overlords. But if they somehow get there, ah, that's smart. they're going to be like twice as likely to uh, say... Okay. Well, hang, so hang on a second. These... So, no. these these guys, they tried to bring us down, and we're going to have to... We're gonna have to I'm just saying, we can just had to double down, double, 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 double down. <laughs> That's why I punch my toaster every single morning. Yeah. <laughs> Sends a lesson to all the other appliances who might think about acting up. So with that being said, who do you think, who do you think is going to happen first, AI or climate change? I think AI will probably... Well, here's the thing. I think AI is going to figure out... Uh, climate change, you know, <laughs> but the solution is going to be to kill all of humanity. <laughs> to get rid of the humans. So, yeah. We're going to get a hold of the weather machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they do that. Yeah. Wasn't that the plot of a James Bond movie? Was it? I think so. No, no, no. The Avengers. It was uh, not the... Ultra. Uh, not, not, no, no, no. The other Avengers. The British ones. With the, the, the one based with the, on the, the, with, the, the secret with, agent, right, right, James the, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sean Connery Tom. was the villain? Wasn't he the villain? Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah, Con- yeah, yeah. Ray Fiennes was uh, uh, John Peel. Not John Peel. It was Emma Peel was uh, his sidekick. And John right. Ray Fiennes played Bob Bond. <laughs> Bob Bond. <laughs> All right. Bond. Well, with that Sorry, being Nigel said. Bond. Nigel right, Bond. Nigel Bond. Yes, 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 yes. So when we get to question three here. Yeah. All right. So what is something sort of ridiculous that's happened to you? Uh, okay. So I was doing this show in uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, and uh, you guys uh, ever heard of it? No. Cool. Uh, <laughs> sounds about right. But it was a Wednesday night. And, uh, you know, I got I got upgraded to the uh, suite and i'm not trying to brag here but you know it was a wednesday night sioux falls south dakota no one was using it by it i mean the city so um they gave (laughs) me uh this room i know and um so i i I get in there and there's this uh thing on the tv um or the tvs are on and there were two tvs i was like oh my god this is amazing there's two tvs in this place you're almost an elvis at that point i know right (laughs) yeah i was i was thinking very highly of myself (laughs) right right you're not the king but it's like the prince or jack right you're like a duke i I have not gotten to the peanut butter uh sandwiches on the rider quite yet but yeah we're close (laughs) or or the quaaludes in the can Uh, (laughs) well those were there actually yeah um hell of a a town sioux falls (laughs) so anyway i'm trying to turn these tvs off i'm looking around for the clicker can't find it so i end up you know making a social media video trying to find the clicker and then i end up uh you know going toward the tv and i film the tv and you know i'm kind of profound about it you know sometimes in life you know we're spending so much time on these little screens we miss the bigger picture on the bigger screen you know because on the screen was the qr code which was the remote control for the TVs. Oh my Whoa. god. So, but if you got to go all the way up to the TV to get 
Why the not just the thing is, it's not really a remote control. You might as well might as well have the knob and uh, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah, I I, I am totally opposed to y- these. You might as well things. have knobs there. You know. Right, but hang on. See, but the thing is, with new TVs, they don't have buttons on them anymore. I there's well, a, there's a power switch, and that's it. And, and actually, that's true because I was trying to find the power button later. Um, I, I was trying to turn. Eventually, I did using the application, and that was fine. Using the QR code on the TV, yeah. I was able to turn sure. the TVs off. Um, but since I had posted that onto the internet, I was awoken because somebody had purchased me a pornographic film. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. I mean, I was sweet into my dreams, and all of a sudden, De- Debbie does Dubuque start coming <laughs> And boy, I didn't know they had those skyscrapers in Dubuque. Oh, my God. That. So, not only is South Dakota like technologically advanced, more than I thought South Dakota would be, yeah. but also they're very trolled. I know, very trolly. Yeah, now I don't know who. Now that was out on the World Wide Web, so I'm not exactly oh, right, right. sure who. Um, does, you know, does, who, does Sioux Falls have its own web? No, I mean, yeah, that's what, nah, like, it, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, it may, maybe it could have been, and you know, that person very well could have been in Sioux Falls. That would have made a lot of sense had it been. So yeah, that was that was sort of ridiculous. But that's like a that's totally like a Milwaukee level troll prank. Be like, oh, you know what would be funny? It's if yeah. I get him a porno video. Yeah. Like, you know what I can do? I can take my phone <laughs> right. and, and film a, it on my iPad. You have to have two devices yeah, that's to make a Milwaukee, that That's a Milwaukee work. level prank. Like, yeah. That's like, ah, you don't really mess with that guy. <laughs> would, it be, would it be Milwaukee <laughs> level? Just, you just drive running over them. At this rate. All right. So, so I have a quick, well, actually, an appreciation that I had. So, uh, I watched the Midwest Goodbye on mm. YouTube, right? Thank you. And I thought it was really meta mm-hmm. how long your bit on the Midwest Goodbye was. I mean, when, that's that? a very kind way of telling me that it wasn't that funny. No, it, it was forever. funny. It was funny, though. Wait, wait, is is yeah. meta not funny? Really? No, no, it is. It, it did take a while. Yeah, it, it was a long bit. It probably could have been cut in half, honestly. You know, uh, I'll make a short out of it. Thank you. I'll remember that. Yeah. No, thanks for checking it out, though. I appreciate that. That oh. part where it's Suddenly becomes like you know videos of kittens. I mean, I was just switching over for a minute. But that, was like, that, was, that was that was a great part in the middle of the bit. Yeah, and that and that um, and that version of the Man Walk Minute was actually was really good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we yeah. did a live version of the Man nice. Walk Minute deal. Yeah, thanks for watching uh, the whole thing through. I appreciate that, oh, dude. No problem. So I actually I have another question. Mm-hmm. So are you still make, doing the circuit here locally or regionally? What's going on with yeah, you? Yeah, so I'm testing a lot of material. John and I have a show um once a month over uh at the laughing tap called baron's brothers comedy hour where we have a few comedians come in i usually use it to just um test some material uh going out at the end of the summer beginning of the fall uh, on a new tour so yeah but right now it's mostly local just doing a lot of testing of bombing of material if you will all right cool so like uh shows and open mics and all that yeah, yeah, just kind of, um, you know, uh, really whatever, if a friend's show or, you know, sometimes I'm, one of my buddies is kind of getting into comedy a little bit more, so we took him to a couple mics to kind of like, you know, a mic can be a little intimidating if oh, you've yeah. never done it before. Yeah. You don't know the rules, you don't know where to look, so it's nice to kind of, you know, have someone kind of show you a little bit of the ropes on that, you know? Of course. So, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, so, throughout comedy history, there's a long long-standing tradition of brothers working together yes right okay sure. so what do you feel like you guys what what do you think your strength when you guys do 
stuff together, whatever uh-huh. it is. What's your uh, what's your strength? Like, what do you think both of you bring to the bring to the party? John, go ahead. Oh, um, sex appeal on my end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a very fetchy uh, young man. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was really good. Yeah. 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 But uh, I think a big element of how we work together is there's a lot of facilitation that goes on on my end, I think. Um, mm. I think we do a good job of maintaining connections for one another. Uh, getting this local show taken care of was really helpful in gaining an idea of who's all involved in the scene, who are the names, who are the producers, all that jazz. I think I do a good job of putting my boots on the ground, so to speak, and kind of acting as the mouth of Sauron for my brother in that <laughs> Wait, so you're like uh, so you're like the comedian. You're like the comedy mercenary, well, more like, like a the, herald, you know, a herald. Like, there like you a go. scout, like 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 you know, like Galactus. You know, when you have the person who comes in, prepare to die, yeah. <laughs> prepare to laugh. You know, gather all your vassals and be funny. They send before the walls of the city before it's about to be invaded and instantly gets shot down with arrows. <laughs> that sounds about right. But as a, I guess as a follow up, I'm going to piggyback on his question. So in, in this sort of brotherly uh, comedy thing. Who in your family would you consider to be like your Zeppo? Oh, oh, jeez. I mean, is there a Zeppo? go ahead, John. Just so when your family listens that you know who you're going to get you in trouble at. Zeppo. Zeppo. Uh, Zeppo Mark's the- brothers? Oh, shoot. Um, I'm just trying to get Billy you guys in maybe? trouble on Thanksgiving. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Billy. Billy we'll go is- with Billy. That sounds like a that sounds like a guy that yeah is probably uh, Billy Barons. You know, that's a nice alliteration. Right yeah, we're, <laughs> no, like we're thinking with the guy with the most kids and the least likelihood of having time to listen to this. So. <laughs> <laughs> God knows how much he goes through it, but like um, his whole thing is he's got probably the driest sense of humor out of the our remaining brothers between him and Andy. Although it's a tough competition. Wait, hang on. Rem- <laughs> okay, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Andy and Billy. I know, like we're. We got the ABC scheme going right here. Nice, nice, nice. No, at least it's not all alliterative. I mean, that would have been. Oh God, that's always a bridge too far. I know. Billy there's Barons. always a stretch. You know, Bobby Barons, Brandon Barons, yeah, Bond Barons, Bond Barons, Basil Barons. All right, so here's another question for yeah. you. Yeah. All right, so with you guys being uh, two of twelve, do any of your siblings? Do any of you ha- share the same birthday? Yes. Oh. I knew it! I knew it! I knew- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Three people like with their headphones off. <laughs> no, I was just very I was just I'm I'm very proud of myself. I know. Okay, so yeah. who shares the birthday? So not only do they share the same birthday, they share the same name. Mary Kate and Mary Ellen. Now we call Mary Ellen Ellie, so not everybody often thinks about that, but it's kind of weird, you know. All right, wait, are they twins? No, nope. they're like a decade apart. What? Yeah. Same birthday, ten years apart. Same birthday, ten years apart. Both named Mary. It's a little weird. That's crazy. So my theory on that was, I mean, having twelve, having twelve kids, I was like, there must it must be a seasonal thing that happens. Like, oh, time to make another one. I mean, oh, you know, Catholicism and you know, kind of like it's very rigid in its. Uh, rituals and how things are you happen. saying there weren't a lot of Lent conceptions? <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm Catholic Baptist, I grew up Catholic and Baptist, so <laughs> okay. I get some of that. You get know. that, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That is so, funny. No, I think we can attribute some to like our uh, our annual vacation up north, you know. I don't know if you do the math on that. Some going on there's some associated with birthdays, I think. I haven't done this math at all, except a little bit. We've really just <laughs> I don't like to think about it, but my girlfriend does. She tells me. 
<laughs> you know, usually you need an outside perspective to like, you know, get a really good look at your you girlfriend's know, like, have you ever noticed? Kind of like Andy Rooney. That's, <laughs> have you ever wondered? Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She right. does that. She does that. <laughs> My wife does it too. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So I have a question. So your character for the man to walk minute, mm-hmm. uh, how close is that to you as a person? Well, I think it's it's definitely closer to my grandpa Bob. You know, that's kind of like the guy I was imitating. You mm-hmm. know, in doing that. But um, you know, there's a lot of the, especially the the Midwest nice stuff. Finding yourself, you know, uh, maybe nice to a fault in certain situations, or people pleasing in certain situations, or offering more than you can really deliver. You know, <laughs> and, and, and and you know, a, a lot of that sort of stuff. I definitely have. I got that got that going for me. So can I ask a can I ask a philosophical question? Yeah. Okay. So born and bred in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and now your comedy career is sort of hinged on this identity as a Midwest guy. To a degree, yeah. To a degree. Okay. So like a big degree, a big degree, yeah. like the nth degree, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so here's my question: uh, Where is the line between funny and not funny? Like, do you have people who come up to you and be like, "Hey, look, I'm from Manitowoc, and I find you offensive, or what, or like whatever." Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I'm from yeah. Minnesota. They get offended very easily, very yeah. quickly. If you say something about like Minnesota nice, they're like, "We we're not Minnesota nice." Yes, yes you are. <laughs> so like. Where is that line, and how often do you smack up against well, it? Well, <laughs> you know, what's interesting is I almost didn't put out the first man's walk, man, because, you know, I thought people would take it the wrong way or, or be, like, offended by it, you know, that there's, like, a nice thing right there. You right. know, and it was pretty, I mean, it was very not offensive at all. But, you know, cause so, I, so I think about that to a certain degree, but then I, I think people started to like it and embrace it a little bit. I think the Midwest kind of got skipped over in a lot of, like, uh, you know, um, uh, sort of pop culture comedy thing. So sure. I think just the idea of focusing on it, people enjoyed that. And everybody, you know, sees, and if you observe it the right way and, and you're not, like, vicious with it, people typically aren't going to sure. have an issue with it. People have issues with some things here and there, but it's not really consistent enough. Like, if you if one person tells you something, that's like, okay. But if you hear it, like, you know, repeatedly, sure. then yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you should probably pay attention to it a bit. Why do you think the Midwest has been skipped over on some of these pop culture things? Well, I think that the South is very the South is very um, specific. You know, sure. they, they have a very right. specific comedy. Why was the Midwest skipped over? Well, I don't know. It, it's kind of like uh, been sort of... Um, glazed over as sort of like, you know, they say the the most neutral news voices come from, um, yeah, I've heard Indiana or, sure. or Illinois or something. I think just people viewed it as sort of bland, you know? Sure. Um, and that's just been the perception. You've had a few, like, things that kind of dove into the culture uh, in some ways or another. Um, in, in bigger films, you know, Fargo, obviously, they had a lot of Midwestisms in there that are su- sure. very exaggerated. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. And, you know, um, it, but it seems like it has. You could always argue, too, that it hasn't because they're, you know, Roseanne uh, based in the Midwest and sure. a lot of that. But I don't know. I, I think that it for, wh- for a while people just assumed it was not worth really exploring too much. You okay. know? I'm thinking with, with like comedy being so saturated that the Midwest thing is pretty refreshing. Yeah, I, I certainly hope so. And I think to a degree it was, you know, and a lot of the stuff I was doing was clean. So it like appealed to a lot of uh, people from like we uh, we do live shows. We have like as young as 11, as old as 80, you know, or something like that. That's a big stretch. Um, you know, not everything I was saying was probably necessarily appropriate for all those uh, age groups, but it wasn't far off, you know. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just it, when you focus on one thing that unites so many people, it's just that, that that's kind of interesting, you know, and something, honestly, I stumbled upon. I didn't think I'd do more than one episode of the Mantuak Minute. So it oh. started from a stand-up bit. And then, but it is cool right. when you can find something that sort of just people right, react right, to, right. especially in a, in, a, in a big degree where it's gotten you this, you know, this kind of this step up into uh, – the big leagues, as it were, you know. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's a local boy done good. We're all oh, proud. Of, we're all proud of you here, Darren. Oh, thank uh, you. you know. the, telling the wife the other day that Charlie Barrett, he's a he's a good kid. Oh, he's gonna go far. Oh well, I appreciate. You know, I got lucky. You know, what can I say? Which you is know? like the most Midwestern thing ever. Yeah, right? I, well, you know, I well, I just I got lucky. Yeah, I didn't really do anything. Which I think so. You so why did why did it skip more the Midwest? Because Midwesterners are very self-effacing. Yeah, like it's never like. like I uh, I grew up with a guy who was like, oh, my wife loves to sing in a choir, but she hates people looking at her. So a choir is perfect because they're looking at the group. They're not looking at individual people. Ah. So I wonder if comedy, if this is the same thing of like, I'm going to make a joke, but I'm just going to – it's being able to blend in versus – Or to become a character. So if, yeah. if somebody – it does kind of get bent out of shape hmm. over it. You've got the character to get kind of cheesed at and not the and, – And not that we're psychoanalyzing you. We're no, but to... to a degree – I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong to a degree. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of uh, – that is – you. there's a lot of plausible deniability. Well, I'm not saying that. My character sure, yeah, is, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. And I think sort of as I go on and, and as I've been doing, on, especially on this next tour, there's a lot more that's sort of um, specific specific or uh, unique to me, but that is that, that, you know, and I was kind of coming up and stand up. So that's kind of how, what, what, what I kind of did as a default for a while. Sure. All right. And so, yeah. yeah. All right. So a question for you. So when you're not doing comedy, what do you find yourself doing? Like, what do you like to do for fun? Masturbate. Uh, how do you know? <laughs> because I'm psychic. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say masturbation on the radio. Did Sorry. you? Isn't there a it's sign not, right there? No, that's it's not a swear word. Actually, it's not swearing. Oh, so I, okay. I thought about it, but I left. Actually, it, left was it funny, we made a joke before you got here with the swears. Like, yeah, we're really going to need this with Charlie Barron's because you're one of the only guys who works clean. Yeah, like at all these days. So. Yeah, yeah, one cripes and you're out of here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, for, uh, I I like going outside. I like biking. I like hiking. All that sort of stuff. Fishing. That kind of. Um, you know, just being outside mostly. You know, I like breathing in those Canadian wildfires. Is what I like doing. <laughs> you know, boy, don't those smell good. I was biking the other day. I was like, why is it? What is going on? I looked on the internet. I was like, dangerous level outside. Yeah. Do not be outside. I was like, ah, well. The really, the really upsetting thing is like when they get these fires out of control, they're gonna have to start an, another one of equal size in French. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just written into their constitution. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense, actually. And so it, this isn't going away anytime yeah. soon. No. I was uh, I was just in Minnesota last week visiting my family, and there was one day up there where it was like in Blade Runner, like this. It was everything was orange because it was oh just, yeah, like, so yeah, it was weird, man. I thought I thought it was like the apocalypse, and my mom's like, no, it's just the Canadian wildfires. Yeah, <laughs> Is it the apocalypse, no, just Canada, right? Yeah. But now we live in a society where that's a thing. It's just so like, normal, right? Yeah, it's like oh, the world's wire. burning. Yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah. at least we have some great lakes to for it to pass before it like really messes with us. Yeah, that that's true. They really they filter it like a bong, you know. <laughs> before it gets here, you know, Lake Superior just this one huge bubbler. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's better for your lungs this way, is it? Right. Is it? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you have the you have the UP as the carb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that is. I think that's really saying something about the UP too. I think it's giving the UP more credit than I think it's adding. <laughs> <in> so. <laughs> Very important part. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, once you, you hit it harder, you get a bunch of stoners together. This is what ultimately happens. Is that like? <laughs> <laughs> like All right. So another question for like both of you. Yeah. So being being a dozen. Eerie. Having a well, being a dozen, uh, what did you guys do for fun? I mean, obviously, there's like a bunch of like teen sports. Was there what specifically did you guys enjoy doing with uh, John? What did you enjoy? Uh, (laughs) That's a setup. (laughs) He taught me how to play baseball. Yeah, yeah, we what happened there, John? It's now a therapy session. There we go. I remember John, John, tell us how you feel about baseball. This is like back in 2005. I was eight, nine-ish at the time. It was, I was eight at the time. And I didn't know how to grab a grounder. So my brother... Tried the way you just said that, um, <laughs> we all know you did not know how to grab a grounder. Oh, no. Sounds like a weird um, sexual thing from the 80s, you know? Legally speaking, it is. We're going to move on from there. But okay. uh, no, um, you and Billy... Offered to teach me how to do it, and your incentive was if you can do this, uh, we will get you a bunch of bottle rockets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing when you're kids what you will do for a bottle rocket, let alone many bottle rockets. <laughs> the things you'll be able to blow up. Yeah. Well, from there on, we were like uh, throwing the ball around outside, and uh, was it you or Billy who threw the offensive pitch? The offensive pitch? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Um, d- w- aren't all... Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm hearing you tread water. I, I, this I, is the sound of treading water. Did I, uh, the one that was thrown at your face? Yes. Or, uh, yeah. It went right towards my face. That's what I call an offensive pitch. Mm-hmm. Went from left to right. Which it is also technically not a grounder. Well, yeah, we were we, we pitching you or throwing you grounders. Um, you want you said it was going to be a grounder, and then you threw it right at my face. Was, did you have a bat or a glove in your hand? A glove. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I call it an offensive pitch because it goes left to right. If it goes up to down, it's not an offensive pitch. It's an elevator pitch. <laughs> oh, 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 that's causing cute intestinal distress. I'm sorry. Oh, no, the it. See, it wasn't me this show. time. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> this ball went right into my face, and like it was the standard uh, don't tell mom, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Like before, I was doing the wind up like before crying. It was like. <laughs> Just like charging it up. Oh, no. so, so was there any of your siblings, John, that, <laughs> that didn't try to kill it? you at one point? <laughs> yeah. It seemed like they, had, they all had you marked for death. It was, uh, it was oh, yeah. and your sister sticking your head through the window. Yes. Uh, uh, you remember that. Almost. Well, that's how you got that scar on your eyes. That one. Um, <laughs> let's see. This one was from uh, me swinging keys at myself. Um, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> it was a college lanyard. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, that's but, understandable. That's what lanyards are for. First yes. day with a new Self lanyard. Self-defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so hang on, John. Where are you in the birth order? Just out of curiosity, I was number eight uh, out of twelve. Yes. Okay. So, are you the youngest boy? Um, yes. Yes, okay. I am. So, how much? I'm just, and Charlie, you're not allowed to answer the question. Okay. But John, how much of your trauma in life is because you were the little brother, and the other two were dragging you just to just to see what if they could get you to do it? Well, 
a good amount, but I will say most of it's been of my own volition. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. And see, that's the right, that's that's, right answer that's right there. A good answer. You can yeah, tell yeah, he yeah, hasn't yeah, processed yeah, yeah. that trauma fully yet. <laughs> He's still blaming himself, and that's the way we'd like to keep it until uh, <laughs> at least 40 years old. Right. At least, at least mid-40s. Charles is just trying to tell me, don't blame yourself for his John, before he slowly fades out of existence. Oh <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here's a question for you, John. Processing all this trauma, will you find yourself distracting your what do you distract yourself with you know what do you do for fun oh, oh. god what doesn't he distract himself with go for it john i like to binge wikipedia it's really fun relaxing okay. for me just random articles i uh, like you that's a good answer you. yeah that's cool i like that okay. my girlfriend calls me the wikipedia boyfriend she's like yeah you could just be talking about anything and on your screen you'll have like the siege of stalingrad up there <laughs> 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 So here's what we thought would be re- a really good bit oh, is boy. just putting John in the back of an Uber. And this is a, a user-generated show. They have to determine the topic and the destination, and John cannot stop talking about it until you get there. <laughs> kind of like a cash cab, but with a twist. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, he, it works, it works. And the, the, the driver can talk back. But if he, he's not talking back, John has to continue talking, and he can do it. This comes from John telling you about something during World War II that you never asked about. Unsolicited World War II advice. All right, folks. With that being said, it's been another episode of Sort of Ridiculous. I'm Darren. I'm Billy Ray. I'm Misha. I'm John. I'm Charlie. All right, and we will catch you guys next week. Flippity floppity. 